Ladies and gentlemen, Opposite Attractions proudly presents a new Discovery Island. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that's technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined this week by the man who decided to give me a ride that I know nothing about this week, Jim Murphy! Uh, technically not a ride. Yeah, not Te- a ride, an a abandoned s- patch of land. Yeah, a space of land smaller than Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, less of a line. In fact, no line, unless there's someone in the water just trying to get over there. Yeah, they will because, be Because uh, we're, we're, we're going all queer eye for the straight guy, for the straight ride this week on Gallic or on a fucking frontier, paradise, fantasy, the island one. Safari Village. Safari Harambe Village this week is yeah, getting a um, sick makeover. Yeah, because uh, Discovery Island is now the name of where the Tree of Life is in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. But before that, it was known as Safari Village. Oh, so that was a joke for people smarter than me. <laughs> I, so wait, okay, what was Discovery Island initially? Uh, Discovery Island was, uh, according to some... Disney historians, like, the thing that Walt saw, that he was like, we have to buy this chunk of land. Walt wanted him a fucking personal island, let's not lie. It had had a hunting shack on it, I think, at first. Like, when they actually, like, got the land. People hunted, like... What animal? uh, There was lots... It was a giant mess of swamp. There was all sorts of animals. They were hunting gators, is what you're telling me. Oh, Old Walt was out there with his shotgun rocking back and forth on his front porch, just like, if these gators try to get in Magic Kingdom, old Walt didn't, he's gonna give them a pow-pow right in the dome. It was, it was known as Riles Island, and after okay. Disney World opened for at least like a two or three years, it was known as Treasure Island. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if they did anything there. And then I can think of a in, few things. In uh, April of 74, it became Discovery Island, and they filled it with animals. Yeah. And it was... Now, when did they put the giant, um, when did they put the giant neon sign of Jessica Rabbit up? Because I know that was, that was uh, a thing, wasn't it? 89, I think, was, was that. Yeah. Uh, then it stayed open until April of Ninety nine, like exactly twenty five years on the dot, and they just realized, like, we don't need this anymore. We have fi- a five hundred acre theme park. We were where we could put all the animals. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. shut it down, and then it was left really, really, really abandoned. Like super. From what you were telling me last week, there's what like there's old office buildings with like just shit left about I mean, randomly. It's not like I mean, yeah, it's kind of like post apocalyptic looking over there. Which is why that's we gonna play very it. well. That's gonna play very well into how I punched up this ride this week. But before that, I brought a quiz to the table, and this is probably 
I mean, there's no way I can connect it to the to Discovery Island unless I'm like, this is all about something around a patch of water, <laughs> whereas <laughs> Discovery Island's inside a patch of water. But no, Jim, I want to test your skills at drinking around the world. I'm testing the skills of the man who doesn't drink in his ability to drink around the world. So this is a quiz from BuzzFeed, unfortunately. I, I am... And uh, I'm not, I'm not exactly it, what it is is essentially Taylor, you're ordering drinks around the world, and if you spend less than a hundred dollars, you win. And I'm gonna go through it basically as the old Scotty would, and just <laughs> go through and buy whatever I want. And I just want to see the most expensive day I could spend. I want you to do the opposite. I want to see the cheapest you could possibly get out. Yeah, this this is gonna be so, rough for uh, me. I'm gonna do my best. So. You start off in Mexico, which I don't agree with, but we will. Uh, Cerveza Bohemia, a La Cava Avocado Margarita, Gin Agua Fresca Margarita, a Dragones Top Shelf Margarita. I'll give you a hint. Top Shelf means expensive as fuck. <laughs> just a Dos Equis, so just a beer, or an Orange Mango Fire Margarita. And if this is just Scotty drinking... I'm going to get that fire margarita. <laughs> I feel like uh, the Dos Equis is probably going to be the cheapest of these six options. I would hope. Even at Disney. Yeah. Probably the cheapest. Now, we're going over to Norway, which I honestly don't drink a lot in Norway. Usually, I walk by it and look at the line for Frozen and get really upset. <laughs> but our choices are an Einstock Porter. And I didn't realize this was the name of the Pilsner, but the name is Ass. It is. It's A-A-S-S. <laughs> Ass Pilsner. Uh, a the Viking extra coffee. A is for Arendelle. Yes! Uh, and then a Lini Aquavit Glacier Shot. Which actually looks pretty fucking dope. But at this point, I feel like I'm exhausted. So I'm going to have to go with the coffee. Is where I would think. Uh, I think that I would hope coffee would be cheaper than any of these alcohols. But I'm scared. Well, hold on. I think there's liquor in the coffee, Jim. Yeah. But I, I'm still, I... Hmm. All right, we'll both coffee up. Okay. Uh, now we go to China. Oh, straight up, I don't even need to read it. Tipsy Ducks and Luff, baby. It's my shit. It's just all kind of, it's all caffeine. It's tea, it's coffee, it's chocolate syrup, it's bourbon, it's everything I could ever want. But also the Sing Tao, a Canto Loopy, the Jade Beauty, the Peach Snap. Or a mango gingerito, uh, which actually sounds really fucking I'm going to go with the, the peach snap. That was my old uh, wrestling finisher. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Oh, okay, cool. So apparently <laughs> in Germany... So apparently in Germany, <laughs> they're just like, Hey, you're fucking fat. Don't get a drink. Oh, shit, no. This is saying you have to pick a snack and you have to pick a drink. So from the snacks, there are caramel apples, a chocolate fudge caramel brownie, or an apple strudel. Okay, I'm and then pretty for your sure drinks, that apple's there's... at least $8. Yeah. I... Then there's a Doppelbock beer, a shot of Jaeger, or a Schaffenhauser pink grapefruit Hefeweizen. I'm gonna get a shot of fucking Jaeger, baby. <laughs> a shot of Jaeger, and then I apparently can just not... I could just not eat and keep going, but I I think I might uh, dick down on that brownie. I, I I don't know if the brownie or the strudel's cheaper. I'm gonna go strudel, and yeah. I'm gonna go with the uh, the beer, the dark the dark beer. beer. Okay. 
the doppelbock. All right, baby, we in Italy now. Your choice is a Bellini, a Prosecco, a Limoncello Margarita. Oh, that's good. Moscato, a shot of Carpinol Punt de Mes, or Rosé Regal. I'm going to go with a Limoncello Margarita. I, I've never had Limoncello, but I have watched people that didn't really know what it was try to drink it. And that was uh, pretty fun hilarious. F- fun fact, uh, co-host of A Load of BS, Blake Tanner, once attempted to make his own Limoncello. And he described it as floor cleaner. He ended up with like uh, a like uh, a base with a piece of lime wedge in it. Like I messed this yeah, yeah. all up. <laughs> now I will say um, this next one is the most accurate thing to drinking around the world, which is we're in America. Not much to eat, so we're just gonna get something to eat. Um, so the choices are funnel cake with ice cream on it, a beef hot dog, a Mickey-shaped pretzel with cheese, cookies and cream funnel cake, fried shrimp basket, or a grilled vegetable burger. I um, really love the picture of the funnel cake with vanilla ice cream, because the ice cream looks like a slice of American cheese just laying over the top. That looks more like a like a like a mozzarella chunk or something like fresh it mozzarella. does it looks like they went to italy got a chunk of mozzarella and popped it on top it's also what i'm getting of my of my knowledge of ex, of these things and their prices i'm gonna have to go with the pretzel i think yeah pretzel sure the cheap. funnel cake's probably like 12 dollars a pop mm-hmm. uh we're in japan so you can get frozen kirin a Sapporo Premium, Plum Wine, Calpico Banana Fizz, a Green Tea Mojito, or a Mango Nagori Sake. And I will say they don't have what I get in Japan, which is a frozen sake, which is the best shit on the fucking planet. <laughs> I, I went on the wine on this one. The went with the wine. wine? I'm going to go with a Green Tea Mojito, because that sounds very good. Uh, Morocco. Uh, which I've never drank in Morocco, so this is going to be difficult for both of us. Uh, a Casa Beer, Andalusian Nights, which looks really dope, actually. Uh, a, a fucking wine that I can't pronounce. A Spice Road Signature Sangria, a Pomegranate Mimosa, or a Cypress Sun. I'm going to assume go with that, that it and- has the word signature in it, that it's probably not to be after with in price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with that Andalusian Nights. Uh, I'm going to get just the house song. beer. This house beer? <laughs> Uh, going to France now. Cronenberg, sixteen sixty four, an mm. ice cream martini, Bourbon Blanc. That wasn't the right pronunciation, but whatever. Some champagne, an orange slush, which is very good. And I will warn you, it does have booze in it. Or a Kia Royale. I'm gonna go with that orange slush. It's yeah, good. It's refreshing. I think I'm gonna go with that. I think that might be the cheapest of those. And then I think, yeah, this, oh wait, no, there's still Canada. Uh, the United Kingdom, an English Rose, Welsh Dragon, a Guinness and a Harp, uh, Magner's Pear Cider, Welsh Chardonnay, or a Boddington Pub Ale. Once again, they don't have what I get, because I get the Scotch Flight and usually vomit <laughs> promptly oh, after. I'm like, I think I'm going to go cider. Go with the cider? That's a good choice. I'm going to go with a Welsh Dragon. And now finally. I don't see how this could be under $100 in any. We're ending in Canada with the Montreal 75, the Lot 40 Bloody Caesar, Moosehead Pale Ale, Apple Ice Wine, Ottawa Apple, or a Blanche de Chambly. I still don't see uh, how this could be under $100. I mean, we spent just like (laughs) 20 on food. Yeah, I'm going to say the Apple Ice Wine. What are you thinking? Um, Ooh, the Ottawa Apple. apple, I think I want to go with the Apple. Yeah, I'm going with the Ottawa Apple as well. 
Okay, how much did you spend? Yeah, I spent $93.84. Yeah! And uh, I wasn't that far away. I was at one eleven seventy nine. So apparently we're good at drinking around the world, Jim. And I don't have as much of a headache as I usually do. We nailed it. So we've learned uh, we've learned. I wonder what the cheapest you could go is. Let's see. The cheapest? I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I've seen ninety three oh five. See what the, I read. Someone cheated. Comments. Some motherfucker did not buy the shot back in Germany and instead just bought like one thing instead of two. So that cheater deserves to go to hell. But eighty one. Um, Jesus. That might be if you don't order food. They cheated. They definitely cheated for that. But Jim. We know how to drink around the world now. I'm prepped because a few days ago I found out I have to go to Orlando next week and I may end up going to Epcot, so I know what to do when I get there. But now we've got to fix up Fantasy Island, Paradise Island, the I- island, island place. Tom fix Sawyer, it, go. Tom Sawyer Land. Yes. Okay, so the first thing I did when I was looking at this was trying to figure out how people would get to the island. Right. Because I don't really know how people got there originally. I, I didn't look that deep into, like, where their boat dock was. I don't know if it was, is like, the water, a contemporary or... Is the water connected to, like, the main area where, like, the ships will take the, you over to Magic Kingdom and all you, that? If you were standing, like, behind the contemporary where the, the marina is, like, you can see the island from there. You can see it from Fort Wilderness. You can see it from... The Wilderness Lodge, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not super far from any of those things, but I had a couple. There are, they, they are building that, uh, um, what is it called? Uh, Reflections, the Disney, like, nature resort that they're putting on top of oh, River yeah, Country. Yeah. So there is a road that goes back there that's like an access road right now. So maybe they'll actually make that like a real road. But it, they also could connect from Wilderness Lodge, I think. But I'm thinking where I want to put this, like, main dock is next to the Contemporary. Like, basically behind Tomorrowland. You're already thinking so much more than I did. Because you know, I, I didn't have an look... amazing idea that you're going to, I think, love. I didn't even look up what the island looked like, Jim. <laughs> I'm just like, it's a fucking island. Let's go. Let's, oh. let's hurry up. So... This would be a rather large building where you would not mm-hmm. be able to, like, see the, the boat you're going to get in or the dock. Because I'm treating this like a cruise ship. Oh, okay, okay. I so like you this. have to, like, like this boat goes to the island once in the morning and comes back in the evening. And if you're not there, you're getting a refund. If you Now, when it, uh, when it does go out, does it go out for a three-hour tour? A three-hour <laughs> tour? Because... It's quite a large <laughs> boat, so I don't know if that... I, I would say... Let me think of what I did. I did, like, nine to... I'm going to say, like, maybe five, six o'clock. Maybe could go later okay. than that. Um, it's, it's quite... Like I said, it's quite a large building. They would tell you, like, hey, get there at 7.30 or 8, because you kind of have to pick the things you're going to do on the island. But I'll get to that oh, later. Because, okay. like I said, it's like that cruise ship, like, excursion sort of situation. Uh, All right. The boat it would look like a rather large version of the black and white Steamboat Willie. 
Oh, I love it already! I love it, I love it, I love it! So it would look like a black and white, like, drawing of a boat, but it would be quite large and have a very large interior. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. actually, they could put, like, Mickey, like, a black and white character Mickey on the top of it. Yeah, yeah like, so, like, like, controlling so, it. Yeah, so you're in the, you are you would be, like, underneath that, so you wouldn't really see that while you were in the boat, but it, you would be in, because they would show you, essentially, a video in the boat that would explain that the island is where, that the reason why they chose Disney World <laughs> is that um, the island is where they filmed early black and white uh, cartoons and some of the color What? What? You're making Bendy and the Ink Machine the fucking ride? <laughs> Hell yes! This is more than a ride, like I said. So you watch yeah. this video, and as you're watching this video, you're taking the, like, few-minute journey that gets you sort of around the back of the island, like, where you wouldn't be able to see it from the hotels. Right. And eventually they would be like, okay, go outside onto the deck, and they would, like, force you out to one area of the deck, and what you would see in the water would be a large, like, screen, or, like, some kind okay. of, like, it would be like a tunnel. That would be going into where the island is, but there would be like uh, partitions, so you couldn't actually see the land, but it would all look black and white. Okay, I love this. I love this already. So, so it, you would see this island, but it would be obviously like a video screen, but it would look like a black and white island, and then you would go down this tunnel that would look like, and it would have videos on the walls. I think they could pull that off. I think like a, like Fast and Furious video screen style. Hashtag technically possible. Yes, yes it is uh, with like fake, like, you know, black and white cartoony water with, like, cartoony fish jumping out. Like, think of, uh, the scene when Eddie goes to Toontown in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but in black and white. It would kind of look like that. And you would dock on this black and white boat. And, of course, like, now there would be color, but a lot of things would be in black and white. Like, there would be props and things in black and white around the area. But the idea would be that you would get to do this is very much not for, like, normal, like, guests. So, really. like, us. Yeah, this... It's for us. There would be, like, tours. Like, I want to say they would actually be kind of, like, Jungle Cruise-style tours. Like, but it would be mixed with, like, that backstage magic-type tour where they give you the little headset. Oh, okay. So, you, you would you could sign up to either do, like, a real, like... Like or not, I don't want to say real. You'd do like a tour of the island, and they would treat it like stuff was filmed on the island. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so could, like the old school Mickey cartoons were yeah, filmed on this uh, island. Like the plane from Plane Crazy would be there. Um, mm-hmm. There would be like a somehow like an animatronic like ostrich type thing from the Galloping Gaucho things like that. Yeah, and you would like so, so again. This would be like. Uh, like a couple people at a time or a couple people on each of these things. And it would take like an hour or two hours because mm-hmm. I want to put for food. I want to put the artists or the animators palette restaurant from the cruise ship in on the Island. Yes, absolutely. Have you seen how that I- works? No, I haven't. So you go into the artist or the animators palette restaurant and everything is in black and white on the walls. It's like covered with drawings on the walls. And there's like mm-hmm. paint, there's pictures that look like they're just like art on the wall and the wait staff all come out wearing like black and white outfits and they take your, they take your orders and stuff. And then sometime during the like meal, everything starts getting color put in it really gradually. So all the pictures like turn to like colored f- pictures and then the wait staff yeah. comes out and now they're in like all colored outfits 
That's awesome. So basically you would eat in that cruise ship style. So like everybody would eat together. And then when you left, all the black and white stuff would now be in color. I also suggest we could do the, um, we could put in the, what was the name of it? Like the color thing they had in Epcot. It was Are inside you, uh, Imaginations or whatever I'm it was called. I'm glad you mentioned that because that is coming back to Epcot in the fall. Oh, hell yes. Because Apparently, I, I, like, they're, they're putting it in the Odyssey Center. <laughs> yeah, as, like, I loved a, that. As a, uh, like, hey guys, like, we're, we're going to destroy most of Epcot, but here's stuff from the original Epcot that you might like. Mm-hmm. And I'm so like, we can have like an area baby. where, yeah, but we can have like an area where everything is black and white, but you get the brush and you can paint everything around you and make it look like really yeah. cool and shit I, like I that. I was thinking of that kind of like Pleasantville sort of like. Thank you for bringing situation. up the Toby Maguire film because I was. Um, I, I was thinking like there could be like uh, free to play like carnival games or maybe you could pay to play them. Um, like little kids play area, like Tom Sawyer Island type play areas. There could be like shopping mm-hmm. there, because of course Ooh. it's Disney. You're going hardcore on this, okay? Uh, let's see what else did I have? Do yeah, you have I, a name think, for the island? Uh, I would call it instead of calling it Discovery Island, I would just take the end of that off and just call it Diz Island. That's good. I like that. Or it's Yesterdayville. <laughs> it's not. It's not Tomorrowland. It's Yesterdayville. Uh, I would put uh, the anim. I would uh, uh, let's see. They were going to put the animation academy somewhere. I think back in yep. uh, in 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 Disney World somewhere. I would just put it on this island as like a thing. Yeah, you could put do. it there instead. Um, uh, all right. Oh, Anything- I would do yeah. like uh, scavenger hunts and oh, like trivia okay. stuff. Like things basically like you would go here to like have this weird like adventurey thing Mm -hmm. for a day that was didn't involve going to a park and standing in line see my okay mine's very did you have anything else on that or can i just get i I would just end with i would just end with like yeah everything would be in color when you left and so like even steamboat willie would be like colorized when it took you back to the main land and like i I, kind of wanted to do it later at night but i feel like once it got dark over there that might be a little rough you would see wait you would use a different boat as well no i i think i would well, yeah, I think that could be something because if you, like, like the second boat could just be like hiding out on the island. Oh yeah, yeah. And so like, and if and if you're all on the island, you wouldn't see like the first boat go away if it did go away. Mm-hmm. Like, you okay. Could just replace it. Now my idea is kind of in the same vein of yours of you go out on this on the island and get to explore for a while. Mine's in a bit of a different direction. So, I want you to imagine you're getting on the ferry to go to Magic Kingdom, and then suddenly something stops you in your tracks, and the ship is forced to make a quick detour, and then all of a sudden the ship starts shaking and rocking back and forth, and like, I don't know how you would do this, but it looks like the ship is taking on water and you're about to sink, and then suddenly, boom, ship crashes, and the captain comes over and he's like, uh... Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'll, I I fucked up. Not gonna lie, <laughs> went a little, <laughs> went a little rough, and we have unfortunately been abandoned on this island. It's gonna take us three hours to have any rescue come 
to help uh, repair the ship and repair what's happened to us. So you're going to have to chill out here for the next three hours. And then after that, we should be able to take you back. Don't worry. And so it would be three hour excursions out onto this island. This is just abandoned island. And it, the ri- it, it's not a ride. I've described it as an experience. <laughs> and the experience is called Stranded, a Disney World experience. <laughs> And essentially, I want it to almost be like an escape game where, like, there are clues okay. and everywhere and there's, there's like, a story to uncover. But I don't want... you Like, because clearly you're not escaping because <laughs> the ship is fucked up. Um, and so I, I like this idea of, like, keeping everything there. So, like, the offices would stay there. It's just a matter of we go into the offices and we put stuff in there that like reveal a story that over the three hours you can slowly start piecing stuff together and piecing stuff and you're essentially discovering the secrets of the past of the island that you're currently on and I I like the idea that what happens on the island changes yearly so like every December it would be closed for a month as they put in the new story that you can explore that way people can keep coming back but the story is still expansive enough that way you could go multiple times during a year and still discover like one piece or something else. And so uh, like I, I, I came up with like three different ideas of what to do on the island. One was that the island was um, now haunted by ghosts and it would be very much like The Shining. And so you, you like run into these ghosts and you talk to them and you discover like what happened on the island, how they all died, what happened. Uh, another one would be discovering the remnant of a fifth Disney theme park. And so like <laughs> as you walk around, you see you see remnants of rides that were supposed to be there. And then you can look up and you can find the blueprints that explain what the ride was about. And then you can also explore like why it failed, what happened, who was supposed to lead it, what was the theme, stuff like why, that. I'm assuming why it failed is just a piece of paper paper that reads Bob Chapek. Yes. Um, and then also, because we talked about this last week, didn't you say it was supposed to be themed to Lost at one point? Yeah, there was rumor that they were going to do yeah. a Lost experience there. Yeah, you could just do that for a year where it's now, this is now the Lost Island. You go on and you run into the smoke monster and you find the find the numbers on the thing. That's all <laughs> I really know about Lost. But that that's what you would go through for that. And like like I said, not an escape room. You're always destined to leave. It's just an experience for a curious explorer. So if you want, you can just chill for three hours until that boat is recovered and then you leave like everyone else. But in addition to the... I, I do want to talk about the boat because you can still get back on the boat and hang out there. So there will be like accommodations to help you survive, quote unquote, like cabins where everyone can go and chill and also like say like, oh, I found in this room this thing. And then they're like, oh, but that door was locked. And then they could be like, oh, I found the key for that room. Here, come with me. Like you can all interact. It encourages a lot of interactivity. Um, There will be an open bar that's serving drinks. And, of course, when the Shining experience happens, it gets real creepy. You walk up and say, hello, Mr. Murphy. What are you doing today? You've always been on the boat, Mr. Murphy. And then, like, a small kitchen with snacks and stuff like that. And I was thinking about, like, how to stop people from taking stuff home. And so I came up with this idea that the captain 
was essentially your guide through the whole thing. So, like, say you find a, a small rock or something on the ground and you have no idea what it's about, you bring it to the captain and he could be like, oh, this looks like a piece from this old abandoned ride that they were talking about. Uh, they told me that, that it was going to be made of quartz. And look, here's some <laughs> quartz. Do you think that's what's going on here? And uh, you keep going through things like that. And then, like, maybe at some point, depending on what the theme is, the captain would bring out like this chest of loot and everybody gets a piece of loot to take home with them. That way you have something from the experience. It's full and of it would, galaxy's edge sports is what it's full of. Yeah. It would cost a fuck ton of money to do this. Jim. <laughs> so you get like your fun, shiny moon rock. You get some awesome other stuff out of it. Like, yeah, there could be like a UFO crash landing sometime. And it's essentially, and I, I visited the fifth gate t-shirts to really yes, mess with exactly. everybody else. So, like, you get shirts and you get all kinds of weird stuff to take home with you in, like, your own little care package. But, yeah, it's essentially... It is a choose-your-own-mystery. It is an open-world escape room where, <laughs> for three hours, you just wander around and try to discover the secrets of this island is that's just randomly in the middle of... Is there a movie, is there a movie star of... and a professor there? Can we do that? Yeah, yes, of course. And Gilligan. Um, so, yeah, and, th and there would be, like, a cast there of people who, like, either have been there abandoned or it could be, like, people who are working on the ship and then they get off and suddenly they're actors that are helping you discover, like, oh, I remember this old island. Or th then you could talk to them. So it's essentially the experience they're talking about at Galaxy's Edge where, like, everyone's part of the story and has different characters. It would be that, but just in a much smaller controlled format as opposed to anything else. You, you did remind me that I forgot to mention that on my island, I would totally have black and white character meet and greets. Oh, fuck, yes. And, uh, like, those, all the lesser known characters that, like, they never bring out except for, like, three times a year, I would put them in, like, after lunch. It'd be like, hey, you can meet, like, Pr uh, Prince John from Robin Hood or... And, like, Clarabelle. Yeah. Yeah, you could just meet all of them. Yeah, that, that's what I like. So we went basically in the same direction, but different directions. Yours was I'm like, sorry, Let's I did not have cartoons. anything to do with The Shining. Yeah, yours was like, let's look at cartoons. And I'm like, everyone's dead. It's, and then, of course, at the end, you get on the boat, and then you go back to the uh, thing. But that's stranded, a Disney World experience. But, Jim, we fixed Discovery Island... Disney World is going to be calling us soon, I can tell you that. But next week, they're going to be calling us from a different department. The Department of the Animal Kingdom. Because, Jim, I want us to fix the Disco Yeti. Because we're going to be fixing up Expedition Everest, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure to check that out next week. But until then, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Uh. I'm at apparently smart on Twitter. Please do not yell at me about the idea that Everest is not broken. Please and send all all messages to at Scotty Mo. At um at op, at Bob Iger. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S C O T T Y E M O. Buy all my books on Amazon, the Quizzle Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods, and remember to check out all the other shows online at a load of pure BS. Com, ladies and gentlemen, and remember to support the show, whether that by picking up some awesome merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com or by donating to our Patreon. It supports the entire network. You get access to exclusive shows. You get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week, like the Patreon, Saint of Opposite Attractions, Ransom Meltzer, 
It's an awesome time over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And of course, if you can't support us monetarily, we understand. Just leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or just talk to us on Twitter. Like a few weeks ago, someone said something to me on Twitter about this show. And I was like, people listen. Yes. So yes. Keep in touch on our Twitter accounts at Scotty Mo, at Jim Murphy, and most importantly, find both of us <laughs> not, at Op that, at that, Show. That's what? Uh, at Jim Murphy, I don't think that's a thing. That might be the lead singer nope. of LCD Sound System. <laughs> <laughs> at Apparently Smart, and find both of us on Twitter at Op at Show. That's spelled O P P A T T S H O W. Are you down with O P P?